Hey, are you, are you bald? Not like actually bald, but like building an accelerated lifescape design. You should build an accelerated lifescape design because it's a really good thing to do and you'll get a lot of good stuff out of it. Go bald with me. Come on. Go bald. So today's episode is about, is about, what is that? Who talks like that? Anyway, this episode is about Facebook ads and how you can use them to laser target <clears throat> your audience. Excuse me. Wow. Excuse me. I think my voice is actually coming back a little bit, um, which is good because I really like the sound of it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm kind of, I'm kind of kidding, but I'm not kidding. Facebook ads are a really powerful tool. And if you use them properly, it's like doing what billboards uh, promise to do, except actually doing it and being able to track all of it. So if you haven't gotten into actually marketing on Facebook yet and you don't want to, then, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sure there's a lot of reasons why you could actually use it um, because everybody's the fuck on it. Um, if you aren't on it, then, you know, actually good for you. I, I applaud that actually, but the idea of using the business manager and using the ads manager is, um, it's like, it's like a machine, like, right. It's like a machine that you're turning on. And if you know how to turn it on properly, you get these crazy results out of it. So without further ado, let me explain it to you. I'm having a little bit of trouble right now with this Anchor app, uh, to be honest. It's starting to kind of piss me off because it's starting to lose some tracks that I'm making and I don't know how to use it so that it doesn't do this. But no worries. Let's just calmly tell the Anchor people that, hey, your app is kind of crap right now, but you should fix it. Okay? Okay? All right. Thanks. Facebook advertising. A lot of people use it. And they go, oh, this isn't working because I'm not getting the results that I want. And that is incorrect. You are getting the results that you asked for. Facebook eats data. That's, that's the, the thing. Facebook will eat data. If you feed it data, it will shit out results. I'm not even joking. It's like you put like a dollar in and you take $2 out. However, uh, your backend on your websites and stuff has to be right too. But as far as the traffic end of it goes, as far as people's interest goes and your ability to get them to click goes, Facebook is your best bet. And there's a few tricks that you can use to make it work better. Not just better, but make it work in general and way better. Okay, so let's go over the three ways that you can use to make your Facebook ads go like stink. Ready? Let's go. Okay, so trick number one, climbing the ladder. If you don't know about actually how the Facebook advertisement system works, um, you're going to spend a lot of time choosing things and trying to figure out what works best for you when really you're just wildly goose chasing your own data around. You won't know what you're asking or why you're asking it. You'll just sort of keep clicking, keep spending, and it will f spit you out these half-ass results. 
And Facebook, frankly, doesn't give two shits. Okay, maybe they do, but I don't think, I don't think that it, them, you doing badly means that much to them. Because those who are doing well uh, really know how well they can do. And they're, uh, they're happily paying millions and millions of dollars a year or a day or whatever to the Facebook corporation. So the trick is, when you first open up an ad, you'll see these boxes in front of you. It'll say, what do you want to optimize for? And when you, it asks you, what do you want to optimize for? You can choose all these different things like brand awareness or traffic or conversions or ads to cart or all sorts of different optimization, all sorts of actions that you want your customer to take. And you want Facebook to try to get you uh, customers that will take those actions. So what most people don't realize is that this is actually a ladder. It's a realistic um, version of how you gain more popularity with your, your potential buyer. So the trick is start on the left, just start to the left and then work your way right. So like you start out with brand awareness and you may think, well, what is this doing? Like I've got this ad recall lift of like 600. Like, what does that mean? Okay. 600 is not how many people actually will remember your ad. 600 people is how much Facebook thinks that, okay, no, it's how much data Facebook has to work with. So it's like how many little, these demographic bubbles or their interest bubbles or psychographic bubbles, even better, how many of them actually line up. And you can use this to leverage onto the next rung of the ladder. So you start out with brand awareness or reach or something, and then you go to traffic, duplicate the ad for traffic and optimize with the traffic button, but, but use a custom audience, that custom audience being the people that will remember your ad. So the ad recall lift, see, so I'm using the ad recall lift as leverage against the traffic ads. So then you can just keep climbing the ladder and keep climbing the ladder and keep climbing the ladder until you get people, you know, first they, they click on your ad and they go to your website. Then maybe they uh, do something else afterwards, like add to cart or actually buy something. And when you have people that will buy something, that's your ticket right there. A hundred of those and you got yourself a, a sweet little ticket. So you can have your, uh, your daily your daily ad spend set very, very low, and you can keep doing this. So it's a little like, I guess, butchery or something where you, you're, you're slowly trimming away the fat. You have all of these customers, all these customers, and you're trying to cut out the ones that don't or won't or will buy less. And so you start out with everyone and then you cut out all the people that will do. And you have to like, trimming it down is really, really a, an art, right? But there's certain things that you can do. And as long as you're, you're working your way to the right, there's no problem. You're going you're gonna to find that Facebook is going to like its own data. And, you know, though you may have a relevant score of like three on your advertisement for your brand awareness, you get to traffic. And because you're using its own data, the relevant score is going to be like 10. So Facebook's going to show your ad to everyone that it knows who to show it to. So basically your advertising costs go way down, which means that your results are better for the same cost, right? Does that make sense? Okay, going on, next trick. 
Okay, so the second trick to Facebook advertising is A-B testing. A-B testing is something that scientists do, um, and I say scientists like kind of anybody who sort of uses actual real-world results or empirical observation to make a hypothesis. Yeah, so empirical observation, it's like actual real-world results, right? So you're not guessing on anything. So say I wanted to figure out uh, which picture works best for my photo for my ad. I would run the same ad copy and like the same words and two different pictures against one another. And then you can compare them, running them into the same audience. So how you do this is when you, you set up a Facebook ad, you click single image. And that single image, you can actually compare six different images. So it's like a kind of form, a kind of A-B testing, but it's more like A-B-C-D-E-F or whatever. You take these six pictures and you see which one or ones do better, and then you cut out the ones that don't do good. Because Facebook will take your dollar and it will divide that dollar between the different advertisements that you have there for the exact same price. So basically it's like you're spending $5 on six ads. Well, if one of them does better, then don't you want to spend a sixth of that cost? or get six times the result. So just cut out the bad ones. So that's kind of what A-B testing does. It, it, it tells you which ones are actually doing better and gets you to cut out the things that aren't doing so well. So does that make sense? I'm hoping so, because I ain't saying it again. I'm just kidding, I'll say it as many times as you want to. Just ask, just comment or something. Anyway, next tip or trick or whatever you want to call it. So the third trick to Facebook advertising is definitely not what you would expect because the third trick to Facebook advertising is Instagram. So like Facebook owns Instagram, right? That doesn't matter. What matters is that some people on Instagram have a lot of people that see what they see on Instagram every day. These are called Instagram influencers. Yeah, so there are people like that have like 100,000 followers. So imagine if they posted a story that was like, hey guys, this, 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 out of 100,000 people, how many people do you think would actually see that? Well, let me tell you, it's a lot. And the more in, uh, followers this Instagram influencer has, the more they see. So if you pay them, and I, you would think like, oh, well, how much do I have to pay them? Like 20 bucks, like 40 bucks. 50 bucks, 100 bucks, like in the, that range to do for 12 hours. That's all you need to do. Just 12 hours, tell them, put this up for 12 hours, I'll give you 40 bucks. You're actually, you're actually getting a lot on your, on your money here because what you're doing is you're getting about 1% to see and then 1% of those people to click. So the numbers are astronomical. You're, you're, you're fishing through the, a giant sea of people, just sort of dragging a hook there. You're basically dropping hook off a much, much bigger boat. <laughs> sort of, anyway, that's a weird analogy. The point being is if you have your Facebook pixel set up on your website and you get people to click on a link from Instagram into your website and Facebook goes, oh, you had a bunch of people come into your website. I know those people and I can find a million other people like them. So it's Facebook's magic number is like 100. You get 100 clicks into your website and Holy moly, Facebook will just eat that up. I kind of feel like Facebook is like 
some kind of weird like zoo animal or something like that. And like nobody really knows what to do with it, but everybody wants to see it. And it's like, no, don't get too close to it, but uh, stay away, but get close to it. It's fuzzy, look how fuzzy it is. Ah, it's got, it's got sharp parts or whatever. I don't know, like this is an even weirder analogy, but then when you like learn what it eats and you like let it go, like it, holy moly, can it ever perform? Like it gets up on its hind legs and it wanders, it like twin spins around and it plays with a ball on its weird protruding horn ear. Anyway, way off topic, uh, Instagram influencers are definitely the way to collect a lot of data for Facebook very quickly and for almost nothing. So basically for under a hundred bucks, you're guaranteed like 100 or 200 cust or potential customers, people that went into your website, which is awesome. It's a really, really, really effective way of using uh, what you get out of uh, Instagram and leveraging that against Facebook. So Facebook can basically use one set of data to create another set of data. So for like 100 or $200 of advertising spend, you're getting the same as what multi-million dollar corporations would get for spending tens of thousands of dollars pay, uh, paying some kind of social media expert to do exactly the same thing. So I hope that's been valuable. So this week's feature baldy is a man known as Seth Godin. He uh, originally promoted the concept of something called permission marketing, which sort of, uh, it's the opposite of interruption marketing. So like advertisements that like get in your face versus advertisements that ask permission to be there. It's like the difference between trying to get your attention and trying to get your interest, like actually cold, hard interest. Science. But yeah, anyway, he wrote books like All Marketers Are Liars, Purple Cow, Lynchpin. He has, I think, 17 books accredited to his name. And his TED Talks are just off the hook. The guy's just made like so much money in uh, tech and like doesn't even invest anymore. It's crazy because he's just like so rich right now. He doesn't even know what the hell to do with his money. But I urge you, if you if you have any inkling of trying to succeed in the online world, Seth Godin is your go-to author right now. Pick up any one of his books and read it. You're going to be served well by it, I promise you. Cool, that's our feature Baldy for the week. I hope you guys have, or for the day, I keep saying that. Man, I am not good at this podcast stuff, but I promise I'm gonna get better. Or just quit. <laughs> just kidding, I won't quit. I, I won't quit on myself, I can't do that. This is an everyday thing and I want to learn and I want to teach people things. So here it is. This is what I got. Good luck, everyone. Stay tuned for the next episode entitled How Ecosystems Are Like Businesses. Now, I, 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 you know, you might think that's a huge topic, but it's actually pretty simple. And I want to show you why it's so simple and maybe that it can help you in your business or see uh, things from a little bit of a different perspective. Um, and uh, hopefully it gives you some value. Anyway, have a lovely, lovely day. So long. Today's episode was brought to you by A Bowl of Suckers.
Just listen to how delicious that must taste. If you'd like to replace this advertisement, please contact us directly at jonas at 1878429.com.